Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Clap your hands again unto Jesus. Tell the person standing next to you, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so grateful to God for your life. That you made it into the new year. Oh, God has been good to you. And he's been good to me as well. And I know that in this new year, we will experience more of God's goodness, of God's grace, of God's glory, of God's power. Tell your neighbor, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Tell him or her, your life will be outstanding in the year 2022. If you believe it, clap your hands unto Jesus again and give him thanks. Hallelujah. Bow down your heads and let us pray. Thank you, Father, for this morning. The very first Sunday of the new year. We are grateful to you, Father, that we've lived to see this day. We don't take it for granted. Because the story could have been completely different. We know, Father, that it is not by our own arrangement. By our own plans by our own projections and efforts that we are standing here today. It is only because you upheld us, you preserved us, you sustained us, and you have brought us to this point. We are grateful to you. And on this day, we believe that there is a word that you have for us and there is a message that you have for us. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will speak and touch everyone under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' mighty name, let everybody say amen. Amen. Give Jesus another hand clap. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Deuteronomy chapter 1. And reading from verse 6. Pardon me if I sound a little hoarse, but uh, just have this flu. And if you are thinking a bad thought, may God forgive you. Of you, your minds are so some way. When you can't flu, pet, what drink any America, baby? 
9. Deuteronomy chapter 1, reading from verse number 6. So pardon me if you see me drinking something. It's just to uh, smoothen the throat a bit. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. When we were at Mount Sinai, the Lord our God said to us, You have stayed on this mountain long enough. It is time. Everybody say, it is time. Say it again. It is time. Say it for the last time. He said, it is time to break camp and move on. Somebody say, it is time to move on. It continued, go to the hill country of the Amorites and to all the neighboring regions, the Jordan Valley, the hill country, the western foothills, the Negev, and the coastal plain. So God was describing the scope of the blessing that he was going to grant his people. May God bless you massively in the year 2022. May God enlarge your coast and your territory. May you see expansion and increase in your life. If your amen is strong, your blessing will be certain. Go to the land of the Canaanites and to Lebanon and all the way to the great Euphrates River. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Now, is there anybody who would want us to do translation into key? Perhaps you are more comfortable with the key. And you wouldn't mind if we do that translation. There is no shame. You can lift up your hand and wave at me. Anybody like that? All right, beautiful. It, it helps me to move faster. Because the service is a very short service. Hmm? We don't do too much stress here. When God took the people of Israel out of Egypt... They started a journey into the promised land. The land flowing with milk and with honey. The land that God promised to their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. After crossing the Red Sea, where unfortunately, for the armies of Egypt, they made the mistake of following the people of Israel through the sea. It's a mistake they never lived long to tell or to repent from because they died. And so that journey began to the promised land and God brought them to Mount Sinai or Mount Horeb. So Horeb is actually the name that is used to describe that mountainous range. And one of the peaks of that mountain range is Sinai. Now God brought them there. And they stayed there for nearly one year. Before they continued the journey. And what was happening during that one year, God was preparing them. God was organizing them. 
during that period the different tribes were properly organized and arranged leaders were appointed there were leaders of thousands leaders of hundreds leaders of fifties leaders of twenty all these things were done during that period that they were at Mount Sinai during that period also God gave them the law the ten commandments and all the other associated laws it was also during that period that the tabernacle or the tent or the house of worship which was a movable one it was a mobile one it was during that time that it was constructed so so many things happened during that period now it got to a point when God decided that it was time and that is when he gave that instruction to Moses that informed the people that it is time to break camp and to move on and he said to them that you have stayed on this mount for too long and so when God said to them it is time to progress and it is time to advance I beg your pardon when God said to them that it is time to move on what he was actually saying to them was that it is time to progress and it is time to advance everybody say it is time to progress and it is time to advance and so during our watch night service I declared that our theme for this new year 2022 is that 2022 will be our year of progress and advancement hallelujah can you testify with your hand upraised and say 2022 will be my year of progress and advancement I won't stay at the same place I won't remain at the same level I won't stagnate I will arise I will move on I will progress I will advance in Jesus mighty name shout your loudest amen to progress means to go forward. It means to develop. It means to continue. It means to forge ahead. To gain ground. To get on. To keep on going. To make headway. To move on. And to proceed. And in this year, all these different definitions that I've given will be used to describe your life. Hallelujah. You will go forward. I said you will go forward. There will be clear visible development in your life. Retrogression will cease. Progress will commence in the name of Jesus. You will proceed and you will see good things happening practically in your life in this year. Shall I receive it? I receive it. To advance 
is very similar to the word to progress. But there are some slight variations. And I explained to you that to advance means to increase in quantity and in value. It means to improve. It means to rise in importance or in status or in rank. It means to accelerate, to achieve, to conquer, to elevate, to press on, and to push ahead. You will advance in this year. Hallelujah. And you will see acceleration and speed in your life. Sometimes the reason why we don't advance is because we are too slow. Too slow. That's why there's something called go slow. It's a traffic term we use. Go slow. I don't know whether you've ever been in a car before and it looked like everybody had slowed down because there's a mummy truck carrying charcoal ahead of everybody else and the guy driving the car he has taken his time and he's driving and his message to everybody else behind him is that I'm not impressed whether you blow your horn or whether you are screaming in the car and if you are screaming in the car I can't even hear if you get the opportunity pass but till then I am taking my time and I'm pressing on and because of him everybody else has to just go slow now if the car that you are driving is a car that doesn't have the ability to accelerate well you can stay in that go slow traffic for a very long time because in a situation like that sometimes there is an opening and there's an opportunity that presents itself and it's a little window now this is where you see the difference between cars and cars and often the difference is in the ability to accelerate I have used different cars in my lifetime some of the cars before I overtake I have to think twice and I have to do my calculations properly because I know that this particular car if I don't calculate well and I try to overtake it will not end up well for me but there are other cars that I have driven. And what she has to say, then it moves like this, like a rocket. And then you are gone. Today, whatever car you are driving into your destiny, I declare that God is giving you that ability to accelerate. And that will bring you into progress and advancement in your life. Receive divine acceleration. Receive divine speed. And I'm declaring to somebody today, you will make up for lost time. You see, certain things that you've been waiting to see for some time now. This is the year when you will see those things. And the difference is going to be 
that God has granted unto you the power of acceleration. You will catch up. You will overtake those who have gone even far ahead of you. And God is empowering you today. Receive that empowerment in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands unto the Lord, everybody. So that is what it means to progress and to advance. And today, I want to share with you along those same lines and the subtitle of my sermon for today, for the little time that I have left, is the case for progress and advancement. The case for progress and advancement. The case for progress and advancement. Hallelujah. Now, anytime you hear the expression, the case for something, what you're simply saying is that the arguments, the facts, and the reasons supporting that something. I'll say it again. If you say the case for something, what you mean is the arguments, the reasons, the facts for that particular thing. So, for example, if you say the case for COVID-19 vaccination, what you are saying is that you are making reference to the arguments, the reasons, and the facts why you must go through the vaccination for COVID-19. Now, there are different schools of thought about the vaccination. And I know that there are quite a number of people I don't even want to ask. Because if I ask, I may be discouraged. But I know inside me that there are many people who have not yet been vaccinated. The reason may be because they have not yet grasped the case for the COVID-19 vaccination. So anytime you hear that expression, the case for, that is what it means. So when we say the case for observing the COVID-19 protocols, what we are saying is the reasons, the arguments, the facts, why you must, why it is important for you to observe the COVID-19 protocols. It's been a struggle with some of you to get you to wear your nose mask and all of that. And as I'm talking, I can see some of you, you are still not wearing it. Wear it, wear it right now. The only person who shouldn't be wearing should be me. Because I'm preaching. Otherwise, everybody else should wear it. Because some of you, you make life too difficult. Simple instruction. I think there are some people who need a mask. But you let's fulfill all righteousness. If you are not wearing, just get it and wear it. Alright, so you understand what it means when we say the case for something. Is that not so? 
And so when we say the case for progress and advancement, we are explaining or trying to bring out the arguments, the reasons, and the facts why God will want us to advance and to progress in our lives. Hallelujah. Now, the first thing I want to say to you this morning, which is like the first main point in in this sermon, title again is the case for progress and advancement, is that progress and advancement is part of God's original design for mankind. Amen. Progress and advancement is actually part of God's original design for mankind. In other words, when God created the world and he created man, as part of his great plan and purpose for man, he determined and ordained that man should always progress and advance. What are you saying, pastor? I'm just going to prove it to you. And because I'm talking about the case for progress and advancement, I'm going to use biblical accounts, scriptures, to support my assertion that you must progress and advance this year. Now, turn your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 to 8. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 to 8. New Living Translation. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils. And the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east. And there he placed the man he had made. Now jump to verse 15. The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. Amen. Now look with me at Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28. I'm trying to prove to you that progress and advancement is actually part of God's original design for you. That his plan and purpose for your life is that you must progress. You must advance. Look at Genesis 1 26 to 28 still from the New Living Translation. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. That means that move or wiggle their way along the ground. It continues... So God created human beings in his own image. 
in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Lift up your hand and say, I've been created in the image of God and in the likeness of God. My great-grandfather, my great-great-great-great-grandfather was not the monkey, was not a gorilla, was not a chimpanzee because I was made in the image of God. Does that settle the problem for you now? Yeah. You were made in the image of God. Yeah, I know that when you went to school, you learned Darwin's theory and all sorts of things that there was a great explosion in the world millions and millions and millions of years ago. And then after the explosion, the different life forms began. And then human beings some time ago were apes, were monkeys, were chimpanzees. If you are happy that your great, 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 great grandfather is a monkey, all I can say to you is all the best. All the best. But I cannot look at myself. Yeah, there may be things about me that look monkey-like. I've been insulted before. I was driving and then I crossed a light that I didn't see. And I almost bumped into another car. And there was a lady in the car. As the car drove by, she stuck her head out and shouted, We are Dwee. me nobody has ever insulted me like that in my life before hey pain me so at the point I was wondering whether I should chase after the guy but because some of these two know so that after the insult so in my sadness I continued but ladies and gentlemen I am not a monkey Amen. I was created in the image of God. Clap your hands unto the Lord. I want you to take note of verse 28. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Rain over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Hallelujah. Now, let's read verse 28 from the King James Version. I think it's more powerful. And God blessed them. Somebody say, God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. That's what God said to man. Now, I want us to link the scriptures that I read about how God created man and put him in the Garden of Eden. I want us to link it to this scripture that I read where God said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. When God created Adam and Eve, he made a beautiful garden, which was just a small space 
and put them there. And he told them to dress it and to keep it or to tend it and watch over it. But I want to say to you that in creating man and putting him in a garden, it wasn't God's intention that he was just going to remain in the garden for the rest of his life. How do I know? Because of what we read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, when he said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, which means fill the earth, which means increase, expand, enlarge, which means progress, advance. That was God's instruction to mankind. He did not just want us to stay. He did not just want man to stay in that small beautiful space called the Garden of Eden. His plan was that you are starting off here. But my main purpose, my ultimate purpose for you is that from this place, you will progress. You will advance. You will fill the earth. You will replenish it. You will subdue it and you will have dominion. That has always been God's plan for you. Never ever believe when somebody or society or people around you or the community you live in try to make you feel that where you are is where you're supposed to be. That nothing great can ever come out of you. That you can never overcome certain things in your life. That because of your background, because of your education, because of your family, because of your struggles, because of your weaknesses, because of your flaws, because of your failures, nothing great can come out of you. Reject such a lie. I'm very serious about what I'm preaching today. Because God's agenda for our lives is that there must be progress. There must be advancement. You cannot stay at the same place at the same level. And what I'm saying is connected to every aspect, every sphere, every area of your life. Spiritually, you are supposed to progress and advance. Physically, you are supposed to progress and advance. Where your health is concerned, you are supposed to progress and advance. Where your marriage is concerned, your relationships, your job, your finances, your knowledge, your education, you are supposed to progress and advance. And if you are not seeing progress and advancement in your life, then there is something critically wrong. And it is that wrong thing that we are correcting this year. In the name of Jesus. You are supposed to progress and advance in your relationship with God. You've been a Christian for 15 years. Where is the progress? Where is the advancement? John 3.16 Romans 3.23 Romans 6.23 John 10.10 four scriptures 
15 years ago that you learned them. You don't know any more scriptures. So where's the progress? In your relationship with God, where is the progress? And it is because the average nominal Christian is stuck in his Christian work and experience. And that is why so many Christians are exploited and controlled and manipulated by their pastors and by their prophets. And so they become victims to all kinds of machinery. And the reason is because you have not progressed. You have not advanced. That's why everything that you are told, you swallow it hook, line, and sinker. And it's like you cannot think for yourself. In your life, you are supposed to progress and advance in, even in your thinking. In your thinking, in your head, there must be progress. There must be advancement. Why is it that everything you hear, you believe? Why is it that every nonsense that is bandied around, you just swallow it? Why do you think God gave us a mind? It's so we can reason. We can think. And we can analyze. And our failure to do that, to advance in our minds, to advance in our thinking, to advance in wisdom, to advance in knowledge, to advance in understanding, it explains why our lives are so stagnant. And it's a tragedy. Because God's plan and purpose for us is that we must progress and we must advance. This year, that shackle is being taken of you. By the power that is in the name of Jesus, I break the chains and I release you to come out, to surge ahead, to move forward and to progress and advance in your life. Shall I receive it? That's your purpose. That is God's plan and purpose for your life. And it was a purpose he made clear from the very beginning. Don't look at yourself and believe all the lies that they've said about you. That you can never make it. That you can never prosper. That your business will never do well. That you can never be spiritual. Listen to me. There is nothing you are contending with today that by the grace of God you cannot break out of and overcome. Nothing. I don't care how long it has prevailed. I don't care how long it has remained. I don't care how long you've been fighting about it and dealing with it. I'm declaring to you that this year you are receiving supernatural power and enablement to break out of everything that limits you. Everything that confines you. Everything that ties you down. Everything that keeps you in prison. You are breaking out of it. And you are becoming what God intended for you to become. I see greatness for you. I see progress for you. I see advancement for you. 
and this year your life will greatly change and there will be progress and there will be advancement clap your hands and give the Lord a shout of praise I am making a case 